folks rise and freaking shine happy wednesday morning brand new episode of ddz follow us on twitter at degenerate zone i'm your host degenerate l i'm joined today by ty b producer burrs decided to wake up early this morning show sponsor pasta electric guys yesterday was a crazy day uh both Serie A favorites got the dub Arsenal went down, and in the MLS, there were a total of two goals in three games. I'm going to give this segment to start it off right with the Ty B. I spent over six hours of my time yesterday watching two goals worth of soccer, and both of the goals were scored by teams I had bet against, and my team had a great part in allowing it to happen. It was just beautiful soccer. There was nothing better. I mean, you couldn't have seen anything better unless you actually went to the park down the street and saw someone play pickup soccer. It was absolutely terrible yesterday. I am done. I am all out on the MLS. It, it, there's just there's times where it's extremely exciting and you have crazy things going on, you know, and you get these 3-2 finishes late at the buzzer. But I don't know what's happening where you have these teams who are – playing with their backs against the wall. Like you have to win to move on in this competition. Like, do you not want to continue to get paid? You're not going to get paid if you get sent home from the bubble. Like I get not wanting to be in the bubble. And it was very obvious who didn't want to be in the bubble. Atlanta FC, you're the, the favorite coming into this. I know you're missing Joseph Martinez, but you still bring in another, you know, highly touted delegated player. The, the number one player in all of South American soccer last year. And this guy can't even make a 10 foot pass to set anyone up. They can't even hit the frame of the net. I, I, I'm, I'm just dumbfounded Al, And I, I'm, I'm ready for a beer already. You can see it though. Even with the odds, the Vegas odds makers don't even know what to do. Both teams are like plus plus one thirty, plus one seventy. You can see in these games, they don't even know who to make the favorite. And I, I feel like, the games that have been going over or more goals are with better teams in the MLS. When there's, when there's games that are like minus 150, minus 170, minus 200, that's where you're seeing goals being scored. These games where it's just an absolute toss-up, they're barely getting it two and a half. Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're okay with playing to a draw, to a stalemate, but like your back is literally up against the, the wall. You can't, a, a draw is not going to get you advance yeah. it's going to get you sent home so like what did it look like they wanted to do yesterday it looked like a couple teams wanted to go straight home and it was it was upsetting for for my checkbook yeah it was a rough day for ty b uh first i'm gonna kick this over to you i mean yesterday uh you posted well should have posted a total of three videos obviously the fans weren't happy with the first two you had aston via plus 0.5 we weren't able to get that one up for you so that was a big upset arsenal going yeah. down there losing one nothing um but another one atalanta i mean they i feel like they've been you know a couple first halves they're very slow you know the other teams kind of like beating them in time of possession but luckily they got the dub yesterday one nothing yeah you know atalanta if you watch them it's you can almost tell within the first 20, 25 minutes of how the game's going to go with them. So if they're going to score goals, they're going to have probably two to three goals by the 20th minute. You got the tweet. DDZ tweeted it out saying, you know, where are the goals? Wake up. 0-0, zero, zero, 25 minutes in. You knew it was going under. But they did have numerous chances in the second half to cover that one and a half. Just didn't happen. 
Uh, Zapata had a couple great, great uh, passes really from inside the box, drawing other defenders in, just couldn't finish. Yes, and that's that's exactly – like another thing, you watch what – like build-up play in good European soccer, especially with teams like Atalanta. They're dropping the ball off. They have, you know, a number nine who can set things up and slow down possession and feed off of that. In the MLS, everyone just tries to race to the wing as fast as they can and cross the ball in, and every defender goes to the one guy who's in the middle of the box when you literally have four guys coming trailing in in the box, and if you drop the pass, any of them could have tapped it in. And it's just like these those minimal adjustments that some of these teams aren't making that anyone who's ever played FIFA, anyone who's ever stepped foot in Delaware Park, not even on a soccer field, would, would know to do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting over this. No, no, we had to, We are not talking about MLS. We are sticking today with the Premier League and Serie A. We got two Premier League games today, and then we have six Serie A games. We'll start it off with producer Burrs. We got at 1 p.m. We got Manchester United as a very heavy favorite, minus 455 against West Ham at home. Over under sitting at three and a half, and then a big time matchup, 3:15 p.m. Liverpool. Chelsea over under for the game two and a half some slight juice on the over and it's pretty much even money for Liverpool Liverpool and Chelsea sitting at plus 250. Yeah I mean looking look at these two games like the first game it's Manchester United great form and West Ham they have been playing pretty well as of late Um, but you know you look at this three and a half that that's a little bit of a higher over under like I said with Manchester City it's kind of tough to take the unders in, uh, in those games, and uh, you kind of feel that today. But United's averaged about two goals a game. West Ham, they're usually averaging about a goal, a goal a game on the road. But, you know, you look at the stats, Anthony Martial scored six goals in his last seven appearances, uh, consecutive appearances against West Ham. And then you got Antonio, Mikel Antonio for West Ham. Yeah, he scored seven goals in five straight appearances, but he scored four against Norwich. That's really nothing to be excited about. Um, I kind of lean the over in this game, but this one I'm probably going to stay away. Nothing really sticks out to me. But the Chelsea-Liverpool game, that's where I'm going to – that's going to find my action. Um, five of the at last eight games for Liverpool have featured over one and a half goals in the first half. And in the last 11 matches for Chelsea, they have not seen a goal this first half. So I do like the over one and a half in the first half. I believe that's plus money, plus 140. I do like that, and I do like the over for full time because Liverpool, they've scored both time, both halves about 55% of the time. And this is the craziest stat I saw. Chelsea and Liverpool combined have accounted for 30, uh, 30 shots off the woodwork. So they've hit a lot of posts this year. Um, I could see a lot of goals going in, but I do like the draw here. Plus 275, the draw, the over in the first half, and the over for the game. 2-2, 3-3. There's going to be some goals, and I think the value is on the draw today. Yeah, Burrs, I'm right there with you. I'm not going to touch that Manchester United game. It's something about that West Ham team, that up-and-down nature of them consistently. You know, every year they're going to take the next step, and you see it in certain games. In other games, they look like they should be relegated. So that's a game, like, I don't want to touch. Um, but looking at Liverpool-Chelsea, um, I think leading that over is a smart play. Um, the last three Liverpool games have seen both teams score. Um, so, you know, that trends towards an over. 
Um, I think where my action is going to go on on that game is taking Chelsea and the draw. So, you know, you just take 100 off both the odds because for whatever reason, the Creek doesn't let you bet the team and the draw until the game goes live, which is what it is. Um, I'll have more information on that before we get off because I did talk to Billy, you know, one of the managers down there about some of the other stuff. But um, so, yeah, taking Chelsea to the win or the draw comes out to plus 170 or plus 155. Um, I think you just got more chances there. You know, you get two sides of this coin here. That's really a coin flip in a game that doesn't mean as much for Liverpool as it does for Chelsea. Yeah, and one thing, guys, I wanted to bring up to you, that Manchester United-West Ham matchup. Do you think that money line's a little inflated? Like, when I'm looking at Manchester United, yes. they, haven't, they have not played the cream of the crop since coming back. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. they played at Tottenham. They drew. That was the first game back, really. But, you know, they've beaten a Norwich, a Brighton, a Bournemouth, an Aston Villa, you know, a Crystal Palace. Like, is there value in West Ham plus one and a half today? Like, I, I, that's where I see, honestly. Yeah, I think I think you could be there with West Ham plus one and a half because they, like I said, they have those games where they have a really really good showing. Um, I think Man U always is going to get inflated just because it's Man U. So once yep. you see, you know, them have a couple performances where they're you know trending upwards because of their popularity, their global popularity. Um, I think you know they're probably the most heavily bet team you know in the world at least within English soccer. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like think of the Cowboys um, here in America. Like they're going to be the you know the biggest bet teams or the, you know the teams who are always on Sunday Night Football. Like Man U is always in the limelight. So I think yes, that's not a bad idea. I think if you're looking to to find a little bit of value in there. Awesome. So let's kick it over to Serie A today. We have a total of six games, and something that I noticed in this league today: uh, a lot of heavy favorites. Producer Burrs, we got. Napoli minus 215, Inter's minus 200, Roma's minus 335. Even uh, Nick Lachey is minus 150 mm-hmm. over Brescia. So <laughs> you got some heavy favorites in that league today, Burrs. Yeah, you know, looking over those matchups, I, I, you know, I see a lot of unpredictability. And then you got those games with the heavy favorites. So for me personally, I'm, if anything, if, if I'm putting any money on Syria, it's going to be uh, – Probably a Napoli and Roma parlay. Something about Inter just scares me. I mean, watch yes. to them. They just seem to have to come back and fight from behind. And come. it's just I don't. I, I just don't trust anything about Inter Milan right now. But if anything, I think a Napoli Roma parlay. And I believe Ty B mentioned earlier, it's about minus one ten. So not yep. bad value. Um, but if anything, that's probably the play today. Yeah, I think I think I'm right there with you, Burrs. Um, I'm probably going to be putting that parlay in myself. Um, you look at where Roma and Napoli are on the table. Napoli have already clinched at least a Europa League position because of winning the Coppa Italia. Um, no one can really catch them to get into that seventh spot. So it looks like there's you know there's going to be seven teams um, that end up playing European competition out of Italy. Uh, then they're, they're not going to bump anyone around really. Um, but Napoli. Uh, Roma and Milan are all right there flirting with, you know, five, six, and seven. You know, it'd be, it'd be much nicer, you know, to sell to keep your manager around or this or that if, you know, you get that fifth spot rather than the seventh spot um, going forward. Because I know they've had a little bit of issues with uh, their manager there in, in Napoli, just not playing necessarily the style the fans want. But I think, you know, they'll be able to get it done today. Uh, and, also, another game just to look at is what's going on in that Lecce-Brescia game. 
Um, Brescia is there in 18th place. Brescia in 19th place. Brescia, very, very unlikely they're going to be able to claw themselves out of the basement. There's still nine games behind Genoa to get out. Lecce only four points back. Um, with four games to go, there's a very big possibility, you know, you can get yourself out of there, but it's going to have to come with a win today. So I, I could see Lecce being a, a pretty decent play because this is a very important game for them. Yeah, and it's the only thing with that game, Tybee, that scares me is uh, what was it? This past weekend, I took Celta Vigo money yeah. line at Espanol, the worst team in La Liga, ruined a $900 parlay for me. I was two for three because they drew 0-0. And that's the only reason why that line scares me is why should a team like this ever be over minus 150, minus 150? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think Lecce – has more of a prowess of scoring than most teams that are normally at the bottom of the table. When you look at them, they've scored 42 goals for um, they're in 18th place. You look at a team like Verona, they're in eighth place. They've also scored 42 goals for, so their problem has come at the back end, letting up too many goals. They've allowed 76 goals as opposed to Verona's 42, where they have an even goal differential. So it it comes, you know, with them, you know, moving up from Serie B up to Serie A, not having, you know, the right players in the right positions. Like you might have, you know, some guys who have Serie A experience who can score the ball a little bit, know where to be in these positions. But if you don't have the right athletes on the back end, you're you're going to get burned time and time again because you have, you know, Ronaldo coming down the flank and um, all these other like players like Kalanglu and Ilicic and Milik and it, it, you know it's it's kind of it's a very high scoring league to begin with so yeah. it's it's tough for them yeah uh, and then let's see here I know you said we weren't going to talk about it but I'll bring it up real quick three MLS games today once again really just <laughs> crapshoots all toss ups the biggest favorite of the day is. Sporting Kansas City minus 111. That's right away at 9 a.m. Other than that, you got FC Cincinnati, the New York Red Bulls, and then Colorado Rapids at Minnesota United. That's tonight. So, no, yeah, like I said, we're not going to waste our time there. I know, Burge, you got anything else? I know Tybee does, has something else after this. I mean, and we mentioned today we got the final, final matchups in the English Championship, and that is to be promoted to the Premier League. So, and if you look at the standings, there are, it's all bunched up. They're really the only, Thing confirmed is Leeds is definitely in, uh, but you got West Brom, Brentford fighting for uh, an automatic bid uh, today. But uh, there's there's a you can find a lot of free money in that league right now. But um, Swansea and Reading, Reading, I don't know if you want to how you pronounce it over there in England, but that's one game you can look at. See a lot of goals being scored. Swansea usually has uh, about forty percent of the games they see both teams score uh, before halftime. So um, but there's a couple heavy favorites, West Brom. Uh, Brentford, because Brentford does have to try to surpass West Brom to get that automatic bid. But uh, right now, Swansea's that sticks out to me. But if you want to make a little parlay, West Brom and Brentford is a great parlay to make if you can. I know the Creek does not allow or accept English championship bets. But uh, just like the Napoli-Roma game, uh, West Brom-Brentford would be a solid, solid parlay in the championship. Yeah, and speaking on why we can't bet on that, it's because – the Creek is able to offer what the state casinos are allowed to offer because it hasn't been fully legalized and fully regulated within the state yet. So they only have the top leagues that they've like certified, if we will. 
um, for betting, not even, you know, the league, league cups or any of the smaller leagues. That's all the state has allowed them to start taking action on. So, you know, once the state starts to fully, you know, push towards the full legalization and, you know, towards the mobile betting, which they want to keep skidding their feet on because the governor wants to, you know, put people into the casinos. What he doesn't get is that most sports bettors aren't real gamblers or like in, in the sense of going to the casino, throwing hundreds into your um into your slot machines. We're not going to do that. We're a little smarter than that. Like we're going to put our hundred dollars on a fucking coin toss basically because it's a, it's a one-to-one, you know, odd. like we're not going to be the ones out there just willy nilly throwing money elsewhere in the casino. It doesn't really make sense, but they don't get that. They want that extra tax revenue. They can still get the tax revenue with mobile betting without us having to go into the casino all the time. But that looks like it's going to hopefully get fast tracked now that some stuff's working with the Senate and the assembly, but we'll see how that goes. To me too, it's a pretty dangerous thinking, uh, making a sports bet for my phone. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) it's, it's, It's very, I can just picture myself, you know, few claws deep Tuesday night, find a random play and just hammer. Right. It's just, it's and, and, and you're trying to put in a $50 bet and you might accidentally type an extra zero or two. Yeah. You check your bank account in the morning. Yeah. That's the only scary thing. I'm going to have to really prepare myself for that and figure out a way to. We'll have to put know. like a child lock on your phone. <laughs> exactly. Like There's no betting. Be- you can't get into the betting app after like 1130. Yeah. Gotta, gotta be able to set limits. Wait, I mean, what does producer Burst do? He lays his futures at like 1231 in the clock in the morning. And that's when hit, you get so. the. That's where the. That's where you get the real uh, brain juices flowing, you know. And that's you hit more futures between twelve thirty and three thirty a.m. That's not a scientific. There's no science proving that, backing that. It just yeah. numbers back it up for me. It's happened more times than a few. I'll tell you that. Francisco Molinari twenty eight to one in the twenty eighteen British Open. <laughs> that was about one thirty in the morning, right there. It yep. happens. Yep. yep. And speaking of futures, we'll be having that MLB futures episode recorded, hopefully up tonight. And then tomorrow we'll do a when we do our normal DDZ, we'll get a preview of those games that are gonna be starting it off. We got Yankees, Nats, and Dodgers, Giants. Yes, sir. Those are the two matchups. You have Scherzer as an underdog, and then you have Kershaw as a very, very heavy favorite. But yeah, we'll save that for tomorrow. Save that for tonight, guys. A lot of exciting stuff coming with uh, Degenerate Danger Zone. Once again on Twitter, we're at Degenerate Zone. You're going to start seeing very, very consistent shows on a daily basis. American sports are coming back. Show sponsor, Hazzy Electric, 716-698-2711, and have a great national hot dog day. Go get that free money. Go Good. be a glizzy deleter. Night. <laughs> now. My buddy.